Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, how's it going? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony with you live from Circa Resort and Casino. Got a great show on tap for you today. Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, going to join us in just a few minutes. Jeff Ulrich, betting and fantasy analyst of DraftKings, going to stop by midway through the show. And at the end of the hour, live in person, in the flesh, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm, the two guys that run the show here at Circa and Circa Sportsbook. Going to be a great Great hour, but let's get into it right off the top like we always do with the top five things you need to know, news and notes that affect us as better. Starting in the NBA playoffs, we had some drama last night. The Celtics erased a double-digit first-half deficit against the Nets to defend home court, take a two-games-to-none lead series with them to Brooklyn. KD and Kyrie were just rough to watch. Four of 17 and four of 13. Um, from the floor, respectively, for those two. Uh, we'll see if they're able to get it back on track tonight. I mean, moving forward in Game 3, they are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It also appears in Game 4, Ben Simmons will be set to make his Nets debut as long as his rehab remains on course. It'll be his first game action since June of 2021. Number two, the Bulls came out guns ablazing themselves last night to upset the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. 41 points from DeMar DeRozan certainly didn't hurt as Chicago won outright as 10-point dogs to even the series, more bad news for the Bucks aside from the loss. Chris Middleton suffered an MCL sprain in the loss and is set for an MRI today. And Bobby Portis had a right eye injury. The Bucks head coach said Portis's eye should be fine with some time, whatever that means. Bucks laying one and a half for game three as the series now shifts to Chicago, total 223. Number three, the game of the night, however, north of the border up in Toronto, where Joel Embiid's overtime game ceiling three gave the 76ers a 104-101 win and cover. Taking a commanding three games to none series lead now. A chance to sweep on Saturday afternoon. That three for Embiid also pushed him over his points prop, by the way, for 33 on the night. The league MVP candidate wearing a soft cast, though, on his right wrist after the game. Said he's fine. He told reporters he's not sure how he suffered the injury, but it was during the game. Sixers are a three-point road favorite in Toronto for game four. Total 213 and a half. Number four, round one continues tonight. Three more NBA playoff games on tap. Starting 
at 7.30 Eastern. A 2-1 series lead on the line between the Memphis Grizzlies and Timberwolves after the Grizz, of course, bounced back from getting stunned in the series opener with a dominant 28-point win in Game 2. Grizz, a two-point favorite, total 237.5. Then at 9 Eastern, Mavericks Jazz, Utah, minus 7.5. Total in that one, 210.5. Down, though, from 208.5. Even without Luka Doncic, Dallas managed to secure a split at home. Doncic, who's dealing with a left calf strain, upgraded to questionable for tonight's game in Salt Lake, but told media yesterday he's feeling good, and if he feels ready and there's no risk of further injury, he'd be out there, but Adrian Wojnarowski adding today their significant pessimism that he will be available. Lastly, in the nightcap Warriors Nuggets, Golden State held court with back-to-back 16-plus point wins at home, but are just a two-point favorite in the Mile High City tonight. Total 223 books clearly like in Denver to put up a fight with their backs against the wall this evening. And last one here, it's looking more like two to three weeks instead of two to three games for Sun star Devin Booker, who ESPN's Brian Windhorse first reported earlier today has a grade one right hamstring injury. The team, though, not yet officially given a timeline for his absence. The Suns remain a one-and-a-half point favorite as the series shifts to New Orleans tomorrow and a minus-260 favorite for the best of seven, but the pressure will certainly be on without their top player or home court coming up. The pressure's on me now to welcome in our superstar guest, Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles City Cast. Welcome in, my friend. How's it going? Oh, you know, just enjoying the sunshine here in California. How about you? It's great to finally have a guest, though, that's having decent weather versus I've had a lot of people on the East Coast where it's snowing in April and I just feel terrible. I don't. But yes, at least you do. That's nice. That's kind of you. Yeah, it's great to be in California. Let me just tell you. We live in the sunshine for a reason. Unfortunately, we can't talk Clippers anymore, but I know you have been paying close attention. I'm sorry. You had to bring it up. I I had to. I had to. It's not my fault. But I know you have been paying really close attention to the Golden State Warriors um, here to start the postseason. I know the old cliche is a series doesn't start until a road team wins. We saw that with the 76ers yesterday. Golden State going to try to do that tonight against the Nuggets. And Denver, I I mean, I'm sure you would agree, has looked largely overmatched here through these first two games. Is that kind of more of the same you expect to see tonight? Yeah, unfortunately it is. It's weird. I had a little bit more faith in this Nuggets team before the series began, and now we've just seen the Warriors come out and be so dominant with that small ball lineup that's been working so well for them, and Denver's defense has just been altogether absent, and that's really going to determine what's going to happen in this game because the Warriors are just an offensive nightmare matchup for them. Uh, Nikola Jokic can't do it by himself on offense, unfortunately, so something's got to give. Either Denver's defense has to shape things up or Jokic is going to have to get some help, but either way, I don't see enough happening for the Warriors to not win this game, so I have them in a money line parlay with the Grizzlies. Both of them were at minus 135 money line, so getting plus 203 on that parlay. Before we go to the Grizz, just to follow up on your thought with how Golden State's handled Nikola Jokic, I feel like Draymond Green is one of those guys that can get under your skin as an opposing player. And for whatever reason, he does that consistently against Joker. And Joker, I don't think, is a guy typically that gets rattled the way he is. Like, what are you seeing as you watch these games as to why Draymond's frustrating him so much? I mean, I think what you just said, it rings very true. He frustrates everybody who he has to play against. He's one of those people just like Chris Paul, who you just don't want to see because of what they're going to be saying to you on the court. It's actually funny you said that, though, because I feel like there must be some kind of campaign going on for making Draymond out to be a nice guy, because I actually saw on social media the other day, I don't know if you saw this clip of all the times he's saved players that are about to fall or hurt themselves or pick them up. So um, at least we know he has a sweet side, but Draymond's definitely a guy who you don't want to see in the playoffs, and he's underrated on that Warriors team, those championships they won don't happen without him, and it's largely based on his defense. And so uh, however he's getting it done, whether it's with his mouth or his body, he's certainly an asset to that Warriors team. And Jokic, uh, it is fun to watch him get a little bit rattled, as you said, because he doesn't really tend to do that. No, he doesn't. Um, yeah, fun for, fun for the defensive side of the ball, and then obviously that death lineup for the Warriors has been outstanding. I do feel like there's going to be a lot of pros today who are probably going to look to take the Nuggets first quarter and first half down 0-2 in that desperation type of a spot. I like that more for Atlanta maybe tomorrow, yeah. but I don't. I just don't see Denver being able to come out strong even at home. Yeah, I agree with you. I like Atlanta in a first quarter, especially because of their offensive firepower, which has been a little bit lackluster as of late. But as far as the first quarter goes for this game, uh, just because a team has to win, 
doesn't mean that they will, right? We've seen that come out, and I just think that, unfortunately, not a great matchup, like I said, for the Warriors and the Nuggets. It's just um, it's a great matchup for the Warriors, but I think that the Nuggets are really just showing that their weaknesses are exactly what the Warriors are able to exploit. So even a first quarterback for me, not really playable. I mean, honestly, you could play Warriors minus. I think it's up to two and a half mm-hmm. now, which is what scared me into the money line. Um, but maybe you get something live. I doubt it. I think the Warriors are going to win this one. I do, too. And I ended up taking Warriors minus the one and a half earlier this morning, which I know our nice. guy Josh Applebaum, though, is probably going to hate because when you have those short favorites, he's like, just take it on the money line. Just pay the extra juice, pay the tax. It's fine. Just get the win. But I did do the one and a half, so hopefully it works out all right. Um, let's. Go. I like it. Thank you. Me too. Let's go, though, to the other side of your money line parlay in the Memphis Grizzlies, though. That series yes. with the T-Wolves tied at one. Grizz made a statement last game. Where do you sit on this series as of now? So I'm on the under for this game, which I believe is a little bit controversial from at least what I can tell with my research. So I got under 237 and a half. This opened at 238, which means we saw some kind of movement uh, that made this want to go low, which is surprising. I was reading um, JVT's uh, little blurb about today's NBA games, and he was talking about how if the Timberwolves are going to win this game, they're going to have to score a lot of points because of the pressure that their defense is going to be under. Um, And for that reason, Just because they're going to have to do that to win, I don't think that's going to happen. The Grizzlies show that they were able to handle them so well in game two. Uh, Steven Adams goes out. They kind of work with that small ball and just completely demolish them. Uh, What's interesting is basically I would not normally look at an under for this game because the Wolves were one of the fastest teams, if not the fastest team by pace during the regular season. The Grizzlies were around fourth. Uh, So you can see why we'd expect a really high play. And there wasn't over in the first game, but I think that's to be expected between these two teams that are kind of settling in game two, obviously ended up by under by almost 20 points or so. I don't think we'll see the blowout that we saw in game two necessarily, but Memphis has just been one of the best defensive teams in the NBA this season. They held opponents to 45% shooting from the field during the span of the season fourth best in the league and yes the Timberwolves are incredible from three but I don't think that's going to be enough for them uh, to stay in this one I do think that this total just got a little too high and I think I'm very sharp for being on the under because uh, I also saw that the Aaron Renning is also on this which gave me a little solace because he has a much more seasoned NBA totals better you should feel confident when you're on the unpopular play right I feel like when other people are jumping on the bandwagon too hard that's when you're like I gotta stay away I don't know if I like my pick anymore you should feel good right yeah and I just I'm sick because I like betting under so I'm gonna suffer through this one. Oh god you're a glutton for punishment I feel sick to my stomach when I'm rooting for these unders I've had a couple just go oh speaking of which I lost in hockey last night because Connor McDavid decides he wants to score a goal with two seconds left to ruin my sure. under six and a half so thank you for that Connor by the way I'm not frustrated Are you sure it was on all. purpose because that's the problem with hockey it could just tip in there on accident I said Connor you have enough points <laughs> Step away from the net, my friend. Anyways, neither here nor there. I know you don't necessarily have a play on the game for a side, but do you have a lean which with which way you feel this game could end up? For which one? For the Memphis Grizzlies-Timberwolves game, sorry. Yeah, I like the Grizzlies here. I do. Um, it's tough because obviously the spread wasn't enough for me to want to get in on, but I love a live bet. You know I do. Uh, so could be looking for something live in that game. I do think the Grizzlies get this done, and that's why I have them in my money line with the Warriors. That is our girl's specialty here with Danielle Avari, host of the LA City Cast. And Danielle, I know you're going to stick around, so we will talk about that third game that we haven't gotten to coming up uh, here later tonight in just a moment. We're also going to get into a little bit of MLB because the Dodgers, are off to a hot start, as are the Angels, unexpectedly kind of started a little bit better than I anticipated with their 8-5 and five mark. So we'll get into some baseball. We'll continue our NBA plays. And remember, you can download the Bet River CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Same thing with this show, My Guys in the Desert. Download on your own time, anytime, any place. We're doing bonus mini podcasts as well. Just recorded one today to drop tomorrow. Don't miss it. More My Guys with Danielle on the other side. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. more sports betting discussion around your local teams. Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles as we welcome back in host of the L.A. CityCast, Danielle Alvari. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. But just to wrap up some thoughts here on the NBA games coming up tonight, we already talked about two of them. So Mavericks Jazz, the lone we haven't touched on yet. Utah, seven and a half point favorite. We've seen that total tick down from two from two oh eight and a half to two ten and a half. Oh, other way around. <laughs> Stormy, do math. Um, but looking more and more like Luca's not gonna go tonight. Do you have an opinion on this one? I mean, the Mavs team without Luca is not the same team. That's just flat out the issue. And also this jazz team has been struggling and a lot of it is pointing to inside turmoil as well, which makes me not want to touch this team, even though I think that they should be the better team in this matchup, especially with Luca out of the mix. But that said, I think I lean with the Mavs here and it makes a lot of sense when you look at how bad the jazz perimeter defense has been. I mean, it's been like that all season, but um, Dallas really exploited it in the last game. No Luca. So that does make it questionable, but I think I even have seen seven and a half. This is a situation where maybe I'm sorry, I got to plug it. A live bet would be good because you might see the jazz go up early and then the Mavs kind of rally back with some great perimeter shooting. Um, So you could possibly get better than a six and a half. That's the only thing that gives me pause, but I would lean Mavs in this game. I have a a series parlay in which I have the Jazz as one of mine as the favorites to. I did like four different favorites. So the Jazz, Bucks, Suns, and Warriors, which obviously like even with all of those teams being such big favorites, like the payout's not significant, but I just thought all of them would win pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, no, it's not. It's better than that. But but yeah, I'm getting a little bit frustrated now looking ahead in these series and seeing some of the unexpected injuries that we've had to deal with. Um, Just to recap, by the way, Danielle's plays from earlier. She is on the Golden State Warriors game under, and she's pairing the Warriors money line and Grizz money line, correct? Or did I mix that up? Uh... Timberwolves Grizzlies under 237 and a half. And then I have the Warriors and the Grizzlies and a money line that's plus 200 or so. Beautiful. Just so wanted to make sure I got that out there. And let's go to um, some of these other series, though. Like I mentioned, the injuries we have Booker with his yeah. injury now, Chris Middleton with his injury now. Any that intrigue you from maybe getting in on an underdog here moving forward? You know what was intriguing from the VSIN email this morning? I believe it was Mitch Moss who grabbed. Chris Paul, MVP, 9-1. to one. Mm. If you like the Suns to win this championship and Devin Booker is going to be largely absent from this leading up, that's not a terrible play. Now, I'm not sure if those odds have shifted since then, but I thought that was an interesting play because he's going to have to take on a lot more of the responsibility. And it's interesting because... 
I feel like leading up to this, pretty much everybody I talked to about this NBA playoffs were like, the Suns are the team to beat in the West. The West is boring because it's the Suns or nothing. And now Devin Booker, what, three to four weeks is what they're saying? Yeah. Uh, two to three weeks with that hamstring injury and obviously soft tissue injury, not something you want to rush back and not something you can just tape up. Uh, so I think this is going to be big issues, actually, for the Suns. I don't think they're as dominant as people think they are. Uh, but that said, the Chris Paul one was kind of intriguing to me. Yeah, I like that play, too. And it's it's unfortunate so much to go from the expectation immediately after the injury, thinking, it, oh, it could be two to three games. Two to three weeks is a very, very different story. Um so we'll just have to wait and see what happens there moving forward. Let's talk a little bit of baseball. Uh, the Dodgers. If we have to. <laughs> I know. So you haven't been doing a ton of plays because you've been kind of sitting back and watching to wait for the trends to start happening. But obviously Dodgers and Anaheim so far off to pretty good starts here. The Dodgers, after dropping that opening series to the Rockies, have been outstanding here down the stretch. What have you? What are your initial impressions of the World Series favorite here? Uh, well, these teams are are both doing really well, actually. And if you look at it, I mean, the Angels are actually leading the AL right now in wins uh, with those eight wins. So both teams in LA's area doing great. But it is interesting. I haven't been betting a lot because, as you know, baseball season is very long, and we don't have a lot of data points to begin with right at the start of the season here, especially because different pitchers on different nights. So some pitchers have pitched one game, maybe two. So you're not really getting a good picture. You have to look back at their spring training, maybe even how they did last season, uh, which isn't as reliable. So that's why a lot of people, I think, like to wait to bet these games. That said, I spent a lot of time handicapping Wednesday's games, uh, game threes for both of those teams. So uh, the Dodgers had the Braves and then the Angels were wrapping up versus the um, Angels wrapping up versus the Astros. And they actually won that game. So I did end up playing six bets that day and I went five and one. So now I don't like I just kind of want to chill for a second and enjoy that moment because the Dodgers just cleaned up for me. I had Dodgers to score first and win, which was like plus 200. You have to find creative ways to bet the Dodgers because the money line is just not it. You're always going to have to lay something like close to $2. So if you can get plus 150 on a run line for the Dodgers, that's great to me, especially depending on the opponent, but they've been looking like the top team in baseball. No surprise there with their roster. Um, and then the angels just kind of a home run factory. They're trying to just outscore teams, which is working for them so far. Uh, and it's interesting because I was actually just talking to Adam Burke about this, who does a great job with the run line show on Sundays on VEASAN. And he was talking about how home runs have really decreased because they have the humidors and all the parks. Uh, but the Angels doesn't seem to have slowed them down. Shohei Otani just killing it. He's had a bunch of first inning home runs, which is great for those yes run in the first inning bets. But great start for both of the LA teams so far. And Otani taking that near perfect game into the sixth last night was really, really cool to see. Um, you on your podcast yesterday, um, you talked about capping, of course, yesterday's action, but you and your guest also got into a lot of the approaches to betting and somebody who has had a lot of success betting L.A. teams because you have focused so much in on your area and focusing in on things that you like to watch and like to bet and you've been profitable in doing that. So if you could just like tell some of our listeners too some of your strategies that have helped you become more successful in your space and honing in on certain sports versus betting everything. Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head and I'm like blushing over here. Oh, my goodness, because um, I finally kind of hit a rhythm here. But it's funny because that first year you're learning about sports betting. I actually think it's good to dabble with everything. But number one thing that I'm sure a lot of people here is keep track of every single bet uh, so that you know what you're good at and maybe not what's going so well. And NBA by and far was my worst last season. I lost the most money at NBA and college basketball and this season by far my most profitable. So being able to focus a little bit more, especially on the teams that you're going to watch consistently, you're going to know the rhythm of those games. And that's going to help you immensely with live betting. So for me, um, I did a show called primetime action where it was all live betting. And unfortunately, because I was there Monday through Friday, I was live betting every single day, hockey games, uh, <laughs> goal to be scored in the first period, whatever I could get my hands on. And now betting just a bet, being an action junkie, trying to tame that down and trying to bet when it actually feels like you have an edge on a game. For example, like I said, Wednesday went really well for me. I felt like I had a really good handle on those pitching matchups for the angels and the Dodgers game. So I decided to bet five or six bets. So just knowing when to, when to go and when not to go, but especially watching those teams that, you know, well, you're going to know, 
I always say it's like double dutch with live betting. You got to know when to get in, when to get the best number. We were watching March Madness and we're like, do we do it now or is it going to go higher? Um, so just waiting and knowing, oh, okay, the Clippers are down by 11, but they're going to be able to come back. You get them at plus 10 and a half and they end up almost winning the game. So then you have a no sweat bet in your pocket and it just makes the game more fun. No, it is. It's a really, really good approach. And I, I like the way that you come to it. And just a reminder, everybody, make sure you do check out the Los Angeles City Cast this week because just because she's diving into certain things with the Dodgers and and the the Angels this week, there's a lot of evergreen content and understanding how and why you bet certain things, which I think is really important. Um, I do want to talk a little bit NFL draft with you before we have to let you go as well, because obviously Drake London, former wide receiver for the Trojans, um, has been a very hot commodity, it seems like, even coming off of the injury. Have you considered getting in on the props market with regards to where he may or may not go? So what did we just talk about? Bet what you know, bet what you are yeah, good at. There we go. This is not. Uh, <laughs> this was not a market for me necessarily last season, which is hilarious because all I had to do was tail the Vsin guys last year because they all crushed it. Uh, came away with tons of money, so definitely check out the best bets for that. But one I was looking at because I have been watching, as you mentioned, Drake London. I saw a lot of Pac-12 football this season. I only saw eight games of Drake London, unfortunately, because he went down with an ankle injury. Uh, but him to go under ten and a half in the pick, so that would be earlier rather than later is even money uh, at BetMGM. He's also first wide receiver to be selected. Prop bets for NFL are all over the place, so definitely look around for the best odds. But you can get him at plus 210 at BetMGM to go first. He's the first or second pick here. Obviously, Garrett Wilson up there as well. Um, I think people are underestimating him a little bit. I know that he was talking about not necessarily being fully back to 100% in mid-March, but his stock's been rising since then. 88 catches for over 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns in eight games. I mean, almost averaging a touchdown a game. Would have if he got to finish that eighth game uh, and also played basketball at USC, too. You know I love a multi-sport <laughs> athlete. Talk to Patrick Mahomes about that. Um, but just awesome size and length for him, agility, great hands with range, has to work on blocking, but that's true for a lot of college players. I think, I mean, the Washington football team and the Jets possibly targeting a wide receiver, the Jets taking him at 10 isn't a terrible fit. I think they need a wide receiver like him. So definitely a top 15 prospect, and maybe he sneaks into that top 10. I love it, Danielle. Really appreciate the insight. And you, you're cracking me up because you go from saying, hey, this isn't really my forte to just drop in knowledge. So really appreciate it. I, I watched the Pac-12. That is that is a fact. My girl, me too. We're in this together. That is Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. And again, you can download the LA CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Really good content day in and day out. Uh, Drake London, as well as Jamison Williams, two guys that have to overcome injuries late in the year. Jeff Ulrich of DraftKings will help us break down some more NFL draft talk on the other side. He'll also give his best NHL bets and be better coming up at the end of the show. Don't go anywhere. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bon and Tony on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is all in for the draft next week, right here in fabulous Las Vegas. We have a draft preview show this Sunday, 6 p.m. Tim Murray and Sean King are going to break down all of the first round prospects and props. Expert guests, including legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and Mike Golick Jr. VSIN's draft special is this Sunday again, 6 p.m. It's exclusively right here on VSIN. And don't forget to also download our NFL draft betting guide. It features all the best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. Go to VSIN.com slash draft for more information. And we will discuss the draft here in just a little bit when Jeff Ulrich joins us but real quickly time for taken by storm my official plays going into the night and we'll start in the MLB I actually did a ton of research on a game that is in action right now earlier so I had to switch modes and I found one that I really like tonight Mariners money line game three here against the Rangers they took the first two of the set it has just been a really bad start here for Texas they're already seven games under 500 on the other hand 
it seems like the Mariners are kind of trending in the other direction. I think they keep it rolling, win their fourth straight game, and quite honestly, I was surprised by the line here at minus 125, the way that the Rangers have been playing, like the pitching matchup as well. Taylor Hearn in seven and two-thirds inning pitched, 14 hits, four earned runs allowed, and a few walks not so great. In the NBA tonight, as I mentioned with Danielle earlier on the show, I do have the Warriors minus one and a half tonight uh, at Denver. I just feel like the Nuggets have been overmatched from the jump here in this series. The Warriors have won by 16 or more points in each of the first two. The fact that they are this low of a number, I had to jump on it. And uh, as you guys know, yesterday my hockey bet didn't go to plan. Thank you, Connor McDavid, for ruining my under. So I'm looking at an over today in the New Jersey Devils-Buffalo Sabres game. Over 6.5, minus 120. Um, two teams who are completely out of the playoff picture. They are defense-optional clubs right now. Buffalo in their last 10 games allowing 3.8 goals per game. They're 25th in the league in goals against on the year. Terrible PK. Allow an average of 33 and a half shots on goal per game. Meanwhile, New Jersey said, hold my beer. 28th in the league in goals against. Giving up 4.1 goals per game their last 10 and both have been scoring. So give me the OVA. Let's talk some more NHL as well as NFL draft with Jeff Ulrich, betting and fantasy analyst over at DraftKings. How's it going? It's going good. Thanks a lot for having me back. Yes, of course. Uh, Always love talking hockey with you off the jump. So let's get into maybe your opinion on that Sabres-Devils game tonight. Like I said, two teams that are just out of it, kind of throwing everything they can out there on the ice right now. Yeah, we got a couple games like that uh, tonight as well. The Canadians obviously taking on the Flyers in another like bottom dwellers match. But I kind of like the Sabres one too, especially the the Sabres Devils for for goals. And and I I definitely looked at the over tonight. I like just taking the Sabres money line in this spot as well, plus one fifteen. Craig Anderson probably going to get the start. Actually, I'm pretty sure he is getting the start. He's kind of the best goalie like out there, which is kind of sad, but I, I do think that gives him a bit of an edge. The, the Sabres in net, and then you just look at the Sabres top line of late nine points. Uh, over their last two games. It's been the best unit in terms of the forward group as well. New Jersey's still without key players. Uh, They've lost a bunch of games at home, whereas, you know, the Sabres coming in on a two-game win streak on the road, one of those wins over Toronto. I think there's good value there at the money line, at least plus 115, plus 120 range. Both these teams are out of it. I I think the Sabres are ending a little bit stronger here, so give me them at plus money. That's right. It's like the lesser of two evils here. Buffalo, for whatever reason, has been playing better as of late, and like you said, I know that two of their last three wins have been against the Flyers, but that one against Toronto, that 5-2 win really, really stood out. It's crazy how some teams have other teams' numbers, too, right? Like, for whatever reason, the Sabres against the Leafs, they're taking them down. Yeah, no, I mean, that was, you know, I had a few people calling that one. I think they were just going yeah. off the, the past history, but you're right. It's uh, it, it's been, it's kind of been the theme with the Sabres and Leafs. That Sabres first line, too, again, you know, like with Jack Hughes out, the Sabres first line really, uh, they've stood out lately. They've been very good. So I'm I'm definitely, they're, they're kind of my top money line play of the night for sure. One game I stayed away from tonight that I'm super curious your opinion on is the Vancouver-Minnesota Wild game. I feel like I could very easily talk myself into either side. So maybe you can talk me into a side instead. Yeah, th- I mean, this is one I, I took a pretty hard look at, but I, I think there's a little bit of value taking the Canucks on the money line tonight as well. You know, they opened it around plus 150. They're actually at plus 165 on the money line. But, you know, the, the Canucks coming off a, a loss to Ottawa, but it was a close game, and they were kind of just due to maybe let one through. This is a team that's averaged five goals per game over their last five games. Their power play has been really good, and I think that's a big factor that really had me leaning towards taking them here. The Wild are only ninth, or sorry, excuse me, they're ninth last in the league in, in penalty kill. If that Canucks power play keeps rolling here, you know, if you guys like guys like Elias Pettersson, much the similar story to Buffalo. Obviously, Vancouver's a better team, but that first line is coming to compete every night for the Vancouver Canucks. And, you know, the Wild, the Wild are a good team. They're, they're very solid at home, but I just think with the way the Canucks are playing, free-flowing, I think that getting like plus 160, it's good value here. Um, There's not that much between these two teams right now, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. The Wild are good at home. They're 27 and 9 in Excel Energy Center for a reason. But Vancouver, a team that's still, I mean, albeit a minute chance, still in the hunt here, the way that Dallas has played recently, giving Vancouver and Vegas still a little bit of life, fighting for everything they can. And the Canucks have some quality wins in their last five. I mean, I've just been beating up on weaker Western Conference teams, which we see sometimes. So I like that about the Canucks. Again, I mean, it's all about the price. If this was like plus 120, I'd say, no, stay away. But plus 160, I I think that's just a little bit too big. I want to gauge your opinion on a puck line parlay that I'm contemplating, have not pulled the trigger on yet, but that I really like. It's Florida 
over the Red Wings and Carolina against the Jets, either one of those games that the puck line in- interests you. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it, the Florida line obviously is just like so, so short for a puck line. Uh, but I, I actually That's why think I got to put them good... together, Jeff. <laughs> exactly. No, agree. And I was going to get to that. Like the, the, the Carolina Hurricanes one actually looks a little bit too big to me. Mm. Um, you've got the Jets coming in just like getting smoked by the last two Eastern Conference teams. Um, I, I do like this play. I think you can even look to Carolina, perhaps in the alternate money line. That's kind of what I was going to bring up. But the, the parlay is fine, too. Look, we don't need to go over the Florida Panthers home record. We've done that numerous times mm-hmm. when I've been on. Everyone knows it's good. They're minus 650 on the money line. <laughs> They're probably going to win tonight. Uh, but the, the Carolina Hurricanes, I think at minus 115, getting a little bit undervalued. Here. The Jets are toast. Um, they're just going through the motions here on this Eastern Conference road trip. The Hurricanes, you know, they definitely they've been a little bit up and down, but you know, they're a pretty good home team. Like you look at their home record again, they've gone through a little bit of a blip lately, but I look at them to get back on track here. I think at minus 115, just taking the Carolina Hurricanes straight up, that probably would be like, a, again, a third bet that I'd throw in there. But definitely looking for the parlay if you, if you want to do that. I mean, it's absolutely fine. Obviously, if you want to play, get a play on the, on the Panthers money line or puck line, excuse me, and parlay it with something, I think the Hurricanes is where I would go. Yeah, I. I love the two pieces and just the way you've sold me on Carolina, I'm in. Um, I always like to check on you for prop plays as well. Is there one on tonight? It's a bigger slate tonight. Is there anything that stood out? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll throw out a couple for sure. Let's stick with that Carolina game. Andre Svechnikov to score a plus 150. Again, the Jets have just been getting hammered. We've got the Carolina Hurricanes with an implied goal total of 4.3. I love the spot for Smetchnikov. It's it, to, to, to grab a goal. It's a it's a weaker Jets penalty kill as well. They're bottom ten in that metric. You know, if the goaltending doesn't show up for Winnipeg, this could easily be like a six-one game. Smetchnikov a plus one fifty really stood out there. He's been hot too over his last five games. I believe he's got three goals, so the mm-hmm. shooting percentage has been there. And then a shot on goal parlay. Last one I gave out hit last mm-hmm. week, I believe. Jeff Skinner minus one seventy over two point five shots on goal. He's been you know playing on that Buffalo Sabers top line. Let's keep attacking the Devils and then parlay that with Kevin Hayes over two point five shots on goal. Last I looked, it was minus one twenty on the DraftKings sportsbook against the Canadians who, get, who allow a ton of shots. Kevin Hayes has averaged three point seven shots on goal over his last ten games. That one's just way way underpriced. So I, I love Kevin Hayes to go over a shot total today too. Yeah, you crushed the shot on goal parlay last week. I was glad I was able to tail you on it. And speaking of Jeff, Jeff Skinner, I actually was considering maybe doing an anytime goal on him. He's second on the team in goals this season with 31, but just one in his last five games. So maybe it's a, hey, we're due against another bad opponent type of a thing here maybe for Jeff. So that's something else that I was looking into. Uh, let's turn our attention though to the NFL draft here with Jeff Ulrich of DraftKings. Um, does a great job covering multiple sports. What's your favorite draft bet? Well, I mean, look, yeah, last week, you know, let's let's hit the, stick with the cornerback theme. I know last week I mentioned, and I still do like this one, over 4.5 cornerbacks taken in the first round. But I think, you know, with, with DraftKings Sportsbook, they're just putting up more and more bets. Yep. You can actually target specific teams and, like, what they're going to do on their first pick. And you look at the Buffalo Bills, you know, going through it today, I, I think this is one of my favorite, like, specific teams bet. The Bills are plus 175 to take a defensive back as their first player drafted in the draft. I like that. Um, some some under the radar news, Jordan Poyer, who you know starts across from Ladavius White, he's holding out. And, and, and like, I mean, they basically have no cornerback on the other side right now. And this is a pretty deep draft in terms of cornerbacks. There's five or six guys graded with first rounds. You got the bills there in the later, in later round, uh, late uh, in the first round, obviously, but there's plenty of guys that, that, that they could take there that, that are going to be sitting there. I think when they're talking Kyler Gordon, Andrew Booth Jr. Maybe they even trade up for Trent McDuffie. I think a plus 175. I think there's like a, a 40 to 50% chance the bills end up with a cornerback, maybe even a little bit better than that with this Jordan Poirier news. So I think plus 175, I like that one. And then uh, my other one, I was I really, I, I like this one a lot. Kenny Pickett over 12.5 in terms of draft position. I just think teams are going to be out on quarterbacks and they're going to wait this year. And I feel like Kenny Pickett's stock, for whatever reason, has gone down where some other guys have gone up here over the last week. So definitely something worth a look. Appreciate the time as always, Jeff. You're awesome. Absolutely. Thanks. That's Jeff Ulrich. Make sure you check him out on Twitter at the Fantasy Grind. When we come back, be better per the request of our next guest, Mike Palm and Derek Stevens, the head honchos at Circa on the desk pit coming up.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Well, look no further than these three letters. Z-Y-N. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. Plus, for your convenience, every variety also comes into strings, so you can find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zinn, it's America's number one nicotine pouch available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zin. Head on over to Zin.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We're wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert. And per the request of somebody who's going to join us here in a moment, time for Be Better! Challenging a couple of players in various sports to step their freaking game up. And we are starting with you, Trey Young. I'm looking at you in the Atlanta Hawks. Went two for ten from three and ten turns turnovers in game two and that's after a game one performance where he was 0 for 7 from 3 1 of 12 from the floor just eight points you're back at home now I know it's a bad matchup for you Trey but stop complaining in the presser about the refs do your job and be better at least in the first quarter because I did bet the Hawks to uh, have an early first quarter lead now on to the Vegas Golden Knights I am extremely proud of you for your win against the Washington Capitals yesterday Shea Theodore OT game winner thing of beauty but We've only got four games remaining. Uh, The race is as tight as it could possibly be. Every game has been a must-win game, and you haven't won the majority of them. So let's get it together, handle business, clamp down, and also hope for, well, you are trying to be better, that a team like Dallas and L.A. are getting worse. And then last one here, I'm a little sad because I was challenging Luis Robert to be better. He's on my fantasy team for the Chicago White Sox, started the season Pretty rough, uh, 175 batting average, not ideal. Was challenging him to be better because he was for an 0 for 21 slump. Finally broke out of it today, and then he gets hurt. So I can't even tell him to be better anymore because now I just feel bad, and I could have used your support. Uh, we're going to try to be better here on the program. Mike Palm, VP of Operations here at Circa, owner and CEO of this joint, Derek Stevens, on the desk now. But Mike has been clamoring for be better, so I had to I had to do it. Shocking list. Shocking list. No KD, no Kyrie. Eh. And why the whole Knights team? How about just Pete DeBoer? He ripped Leonard after yeah. to, after that debacle against the Devils. Then he starts him again, gives up the soft goal from the from the blue line. I, I thought the season was over at that point. That was the worst. That oh. You call him out, you start him, and then you pull him in the game. It was 
it was a struggle. But I know, Derek, you're on the Golden Knights train, too. We want it to happen. We need it to happen. We sure did. And I'll tell you what, boy, that third period was great. Overtime yeah. was great. But, boy, what 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 a what a stressful game that was last night. They can never make it easy, yeah. I swear to you. Happy to see you, though, back here in town. Tell us about San Diego. How was Padres' life? Yeah, that's right. A week ago today, I was sitting at opening day at Petco Park. What a great place to go for uh, opening day. I've been to a oh, lot yeah. of opening days, and that that uh, that's uh, – that location's up there, that's for sure. That was pretty, pretty uh, spectacular uh, event. That was the 12-1 win against Atlanta, right? That was like, that's a great way to just start yeah. off the season at home, I'm sure. Very fun. How have you guys been enjoying the baseball season so far? <laughs> We're struggling, you know. Yeah. You know how Sinatra said you're riding high. You know, this is from the better side. You're riding high in April, shot down by May. That's about where we are. The, uh, the, um, the betters have had their way here so far in really? April. Oh, yeah. For sure. That surprises me a little bit because I hear so much about how people are sitting back, trying to wait, waiting for trends, feeling out these early games, but they've been having success early, the ones that have been betting. Well, you know, when you have these these uh, these things happen, you know, you got, you know, eight games, all games go under, you know, all of mm-hmm. a sudden you get clipped on a, on a six-figure parlay. Um, you have these games, you have these days with all the favorites coming in. It's it's uh, it's pretty amazing. So, uh no, baseball's been great, though. God, thank goodness it's back. We we missed it so much. We were so worried a month ago, so uh, glad glad they're playing. Yeah. And you have the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, I... Just fade the Reds. Well, yeah. So that's, that's all what, the, that's that what everybody's all they, doing? All you have to do is line up to bet against the fade Reds. Fade the everybody. Reds, Orioles, Unders. Like, that's just... There's a couple things already that are out there, right? Well, the the Red. I mean, the Reds have lost nine in a row. They've scored eighteen runs in the nine games. So bad. Mustered three runs in the set at Petco. It's so bad. But the Tommy thing fans about- going to fight everybody. Best thing about the Reds, though, at least you get to see oh, Hunter Green. Go. Hunter Green. Here we go. He's on my fantasy team, too. Ask him how that fantasy baseball is. <laughs> the Trout are struggling in baseball. We've got a slow start as well. Oh, my God. we got to get it together, people. Um, I'm all bent out of shape because the only win total under that I decided to like actually go pretty hard on was the Arizona Diamondback. And even though they've been brutal and they haven't been hitting good, they keep winning games that they shouldn't be winning. Exhibit A. They're up 4-2. Mantiply just had a four-pitch bottom Yeah, of but six. this is against the Nationals, who everybody probably should have taken their win total under, too, but right? But they're in that real weak division, <laughs> the NL West, where the nine-win Padres are in fourth place right now. All right, so we're talking about favorites um, in baseball, but in the NBA, it's been that way, it seems like, too, until recently. So now we have the Suns getting upset. We have the Bucks getting upset. Was that at least a boost for you guys? Um, it was a boost in volume, but it was a boost for the loss, too, because we haven't won an NBA game, I think, in three days. <laughs> oh, it's been no. amazing. Been amazing. And, and so far. Which just, is I'll, good for better. Sorry. Yeah, it's really good for better. I, I would tell you today, though, it's interesting that uh, Mike and I were here early. Mike was on uh, on Follow the Money this morning. We came down about 7 o'clock and looking at the numbers. And all day long, it's been nothing but Golden State Warrior money. Uh, mm-hmm. The lines move that way. And uh, that's what everybody's been playing today. Well, I can't blame them. Ste- uh, producer Steph and I were kind of having that conversation earlier today as well, too, just especially with the Devin Booker news with the Suns and Golden State looking as dominant as they have in this opening series. It's hard not to see them being able to go all the way. Mike, you're giving me the, oh, the questionable this small eyes. lineup is unbelievable for yeah. them. And then things might be opening up in the West. You've got, uh, you know, two young teams in Memphis and Minnesota. You got two flawed teams in Dallas mm-hmm. and Utah and an injured Phoenix team, their path might be pretty easy to the NBA Finals for these all of, all of a sudden, because it's been all suns all the time, right? And it's, ugh, poor Chris Paul. I feel like he's just had the bad luck stick hitting him over the head when it comes to his career in the spot. Well, you know, the, he, can't win a, he can't win a game with a certain official. 0-14 oh, in the playoffs. Oh, gosh, that, that was be? bad. How, about that? How can that, that be? That went viral immediately. That was right? talked about so much more after the game. Nobody really seemed Nobody, to mention it before the game. No. So, I don't know. Neither here nor there. Um, you guys excited for the NFL draft, though? I know you guys are going to be hosting a huge event here over the weekend. Yeah, we're pretty excited. People showing up uh, starting Monday. And uh, the draft is a full week-long uh, deal here. Heaven in Vegas is great for the city. And... Uh, It'll be uh, it'll be great for uh, everybody coming out and visiting, having some fun. Um, the draft uh, draft itself, boy, uh, it's amazing how much these lines have been fluctuating, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, go ahead, Mike. Sorry, but because there's a it's a weak quarterback draft, so 
there could be a lot of movement here. We still really don't know number one, right? I mean, when the favorite's only $2 to go number one, we're used to it being minus a billion at this point. <laughs> we know we're like the first three. Everybody's betting the trifecta, the first three picks. Everybody knows what it is. So. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. It's exciting to an extent, right, that like there is so much unknown that maybe that does mean there's a little bit more value for certain players. And I heard Mitch and Paul talking earlier this morning about how somebody you thought was going to be potentially a second-round pick could go in the first and just blow everybody's mind because there is so much parity from that standpoint. Let me ask you this. If Jacksonville doesn't take Hutchinson and they go offensive lineman, are they are the Lions? You think they would go offensive lineman and not Walker? If they didn't go Hutchinson? I don't know. You're going to have Trevor Lawrence for a decade. Don't you want to protect him a little bit? But anyhow, let's say they don't. Are the Lions boxed into having to take Hutchinson, the Michigan guy here, or can they go a different direction, take Thibodeau? They can go whatever they... I don't think that you're going to be boxed in to taking well, no. anyone at the number there's, two pick. But I think they would be smart to take Aiden Hutchison. I don't think it would be, like, I think it would make a ton of sense. I don't know. Did uh, did he play against Georgia? Aren't, you, aren't they going to have to be competing against SEC guys in the NFL? <laughs> you get, you're getting a little too No, I'm not getting a little. Here. These people in Michigan and Detroit, they're so parochial. Everything is local. Who do they're you all... want for the Lions? <laughs> well, I think it's going to be uh, Thibodeau going in. In, uh, in you do. Home. That's not what she asked you. She said, who do you want? Not who do you think they're taking. I, uh, I want Thibodeau. Semantics. Be sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think they're, I don't think they're boxed in Aiden Hutchinson just, just because he went to Michigan. I don't believe so to answer your question, Storm. I'm just trying to figure out how, who knows what the Thibodeau's number has gone as Far as it has for him to go number two overall, all of a sudden, because I, I know he went, he went and dropped all the way he down to fifteen off a and a cliff half, in and March. Then, and now all the way, now it looks like he's going to go to over under three and a half, maybe. I mean, yeah, that's movement. No, so much. He was plus three hundred Monday, and then it just like came all the way down. And I'm just trying to f- figure out or understand what's changed the opinions on him so much. Obviously, he's an incredible athlete like the, the, no questions asked with that regard but he's the most polarizing if you ask people though in the draft right? yeah. either you're really high on him or you think he's going to be a bust so he's definitely got personality i'll give him that you've asked this before but just to clarify what we're going to do here at circus we're going to post 32 players over under draft position and we're going to post it at Monday at noon. And then of course by Nevada gaming statute we must take it down Wednesday at 5. What made Let's you guys see. change your mind? Well, I think the, the, the cooler heads prevailed. You know, Derek wanted to draw a line in the sand and, and do this whole marketing thing. But look, we're a book. We're going to take bets. We need to be involved in the draft. It's in Las Vegas. It's in Las Vegas, the guys exactly. In, the guys in the war room got their way. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I can't wait. It's going to be a really great experience. And Vegas is going to be crazy for that week. That's Derek Stevens, Mike Palm. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. Danny Burke and Rush Hour coming up. Keep it locked on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.